Hey guys! Hi! It's Jess. It's me, Maria. <laughs> and sorry for the noise once again. We're back in the car. We're always in the car. Um, but we've got a long drive ahead of us. So we figured why not answer a couple of y'all's questions for the day. Looks like everybody wants to talk about relationships. <laughs> so, y'all just want to know the tea. <laughs> oh, oh I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. <laughs> um, but, so we figured we'll, like, we'll just answer a couple of questions, have some girl chat, some gay chat, um, and fill you guys in and hopefully give some advice or just say, thing that's say things that people have been needing to hear. We've been waiting for Cedric to join us, but... It's just so hard for all of us to, like, get in touch at the same time. We just got opposite schedules. Yeah. Um, but let's see. I guess, okay, first question is, does body count matter? And you can answer that first. No. No, I agree, no. Um, as long as you're being safe, as long as you, like, you can have as many partners as you want like been with as many people before as you me. like yeah before me once not we're together, with me. that just stops not with me <laughs> sorry um but yeah like as long as like you get tested frequently or like you know you take care of yourself you like be mindful of yourself and be mindful of others and there's absolutely no problem um let's see splitting everything 50 50 thoughts i don't what, do you, what does that mean like your bills or things that like like you live together yeah so you have your rent you have your like car insurance you have like everything so I, do you do you and your partner split that in half and pay 50 50 or does your partner pay like 60 40 type shit i i say the 50 50 if like because for me it's just kind of like like we're both living there so like we both take on the equal amount of responsibility but I guess that it really depends on the relationship um like if that's going to be a conversation I'd like to start off by recommending 50-50 but if they're like oh well I'll handle rent if you handle utilities and groceries or like oh I'll handle utilities and rent if you handle groceries and furniture like I can see that but at the same time I feel like 50-50 is best when it comes to rent and like bills um because then if things go south not, neither of you guys can like kick each other out because you've paid your half um i think with furniture that's something that like one person should buy because then it it's like the designated keeper if that makes sense that's my take um i'm very much like <clears throat> sorry I'm still sick <laughs> I'm very much so like I think 50-50 and then I feel like for me the only exception would be like if my partner is the type of person that is like oh like I want to take care of you like that's the way I was raised like you don't take that away from me because I know some dudes actually like being like the yeah. main provider and stuff but if like my partner made more money than me and was like I'll do 60 yeah. the rest then I'd be like okay but if if we're both making the same amount of money and we both just want to like be like equal I would do 50 50 yeah 
I guess it really just depends on the relationship and like how you guys establish it. I would just always start the conversation with like recommending 50-50. And then if they're like, hey, like I want to take care of you. I want to cover all of it. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> like not in like a taking advantage of it kind of way, but it's just kind of like if you really want to do that and you want to be the provider for the household, like you can do that. I can't do that but because I'm very I, traumatized and I don't like, I don't want anybody to ever have the power to be like over me. I don't like I that. Di- I, I took care of you or like, oh, not even yeah. I took care of you, but like, yeah. you didn't have, you wouldn't have this if it wasn't for me. me yeah. yeah. Like, like you turn a good thing into a bad thing. Like it's basically like holding that leverage over me just so you can have it for later. Yeah. Like I hate that shit. <laughs> I, I always hate have to it so something. much. Okay. So on that note, okay. So what is like, um, oh, where is it? Who said that? What are like on that note what are some of your pet peeves in a partner like not things that are like red flags where it's like mm, i'm gonna stick away from that but it's more just kind of like you guys are already in the relationship um like this is your scenario you guys are already in the relationship you guys have been dating for like a year two years right but there are like some little things that irritate you that like it's not anything worth breaking up over but it's just like ugh, i like i wish you could like not do that sometimes does that make sense yeah. It's not like a deal breaker. It's just kind of like... It's just kind like, of like work like, on this. Like when people leave like clothes all over the floor. Does that make sense? You're yeah. just like, uh, like a partner, you know? Um, if there's like a chore that needs to be done and um, there's like other chores that also need to be done and I'm like, okay, I'll take care of these chores if you take care of that one chore and then it never gets done. Mm. Or like... It's not that I'm insecure or anything, and it's there's a difference. So on Instagram, there's Instagram models, and then there's regular girls that like we went to school with around the same time or whatever. And like, kudos to you, girl. You look good. Do your thing. But I don't want to see my man and some girls like likes of half naked, like half naked, mm-hmm. half naked, like. Especially if we look nothing alike, because that makes me like feel like I'm not even your type. Okay. Type I get thing. You. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the same thing. Like, like um, like now that OnlyFans is a big ass thing, like that. I don't like that. Like if you were to like go look at like these previews or like purchase oh, these things from like, I don't want to say regular because I don't want it to sound like I'm like saying these girls aren't bad because these girls are beautiful like kudos to you girl but like you know like I'm just like bro like cause now I'm like oh these girls are looking at me like oh your man's in my DMs or your man's in my likes like it makes like, you feel stupid yeah yeah. cause like I, I don't know I what you mean yeah that's one of my pet peeves okay that's one of mine too mm-hmm. um which I'll, I'll get into that in a second but like I think a major pet peeve of mine, which, like, I didn't really notice until, like, recently, um, and it's, it's actually with not just partners, but it's kind of, like, with every, like, with, with any person, because my brother does it to me all the time, um, but it's when I'm talking to somebody, and they're just on their phone, or, like, if I'm out with somebody, and, like, we're at a restaurant or something like that, and they're just on their phone, like, when I go to a restaurant, or if I'm hanging out with somebody individually, I put my phone face down. Like, the only time I will pick it up is that if it's an emergency or if, like, somebody's really spamming my phone and I think it's something important, then I'll answer. 
Like, I'm not just going to be having casual conversation when there's somebody right in front of me. Like, I think that's really fucking rude. Yeah. And then it's just kind of like, then why the fuck am I here? Like, you're just wasting my time if you're just going to be on your phone. Like, I just wasted my breath trying to start a conversation with you. And you're like, I hate when I, I say something and people are like, they're on their phone and they look up and they're just like, huh? I'm like, I get like, you might not have meant it in a rude way, yeah. but it sounds rude. And it's just like, one of my pet peeves is rude people. Like, I, I hate when people are rude for no reason because there's no reason to be mean. Like, there's no reason to be mean to somebody else. You have absolutely, like, there's there's no purpose to put your heart in such a bad place to give somebody anger that they don't deserve. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I, ugh, I hate mean people. Like, if you're rude and if you have an attitude for no reason, no. Like, don't think that shit's cute or, like, don't think that, like, you're playing hard to get. Like, it's rude and it's ugly and it's not attractive. Like, nobody thinks you're bad. Like, stop. It's not It's not good for anybody. And it's not good for, like, you as a person. Um, and then the same thing is, like, the pet peeve with, like, a partner, like, liking posts. But for me, like, posts isn't even, like, a major thing. It's more so the comments. Like, if you're, like, commenting, like, stop, give me a kiss. Or, like, oh, like, like like damn let me slide in your dms like even if it's like that joking type of thing like if you're i guess like for me if i don't understand y'all's friendship and if it's like that explain it to me because i get it like we we comment on our like our posts like that too so i don't want to be hypocritical right and then like explain your friendship to me but if it's just like if it's something i don't know then obviously like those like words like that don't come off as platonic like they don't come off as platonic and so like if you really want to defend yourself then do that because if you don't it kind of paints a different picture yeah. does that make sense mm-hmm. and like obviously people would Damn. do that this bike not playing oh he was gonna like tilt up i know but um no like for me it's just kind of like if a relationship really matters to you then at least for me the way that my brain thinks if something really matters to me before I comment something or before I like somebody's picture I'm gonna think of like hmm how would my girlfriend feel if I if she saw this you know like I'm not I'm not dumb like don't dude if you're gonna be dumb then don't get in a relationship (coughs) because you're just gonna end up hurting the other person and that's like it's not fair when somebody else is like looking to have a good thing and you you do that to them but that was my ramble <laughs> like my pet peeves are really intense so i guess that low-key my pet peeves are my red flags <laughs> um <laughs> but let's see what's another question what are your do's oh well i guess never mind that ties into that question yeah. like what are your do's and don'ts of a relationship um oh okay um what's the first thing about a person that catches your eye like you haven't say like you're at the mall or like you're on campus or something like that really i'm a sucker for like smile i don't know i think i think for me like okay so let's do physical attraction and then like one thing that makes you start like like beginning a crush type of thing like you don't just think they're cute but you're like oh shit like i kind of vibe with you so it's smile and what else the way they look at you 
Yeah. yeah. I, I just started oh reminiscing. <laughs> no, the, some people like, like the way like, I'm, a, I'm the way this person would look at me, bro. Like, yeah. Just like I, I can still see it, and it's just like, yeah. like you're like it, like the feeling, like when they look at you this certain way, it's like in in their eyes, literally like they're like frozen they're just like looking at you like with this like these eyes and this smile and it's just like mm-hmm. that's yeah I think for me the first thing that I notice about somebody is their eyes like if I think your eyes are really attractive then I'm like fuck I want to stare at that shit all day like if I can look into your eyes all day like I will do that Um, But it's because I'm very big on eye contact. I feel like it creates a lot of intimacy Mm -hmm. and like it creates the relationship very personal. So if somebody can look at me in my eyes and we can have a conversation, then I'm just like, okay, like match my energy. Like if somebody keeps eye contact, (laughs) then like that's the first thing. Like it shows that you're confident enough to have a conversation and like you're not shying away or like you're not, you know, breaking even or anything like that. Um, Like that shit's mad attractive. So... Um, I think, like, personality-wise, or, like, when, like, like, not just attraction, but, like, when I start getting that inkling that I have a crush on them, is, for me, it's, like, oh, it's a tie between humor and, like, if you're really driven, and it's just, like, that's with everything, like, if you're really driven to say, like, I really want to take you to this place on a date. Or, like, I I really want to do this by the end of the week. I think I talked about that in the last podcast, too. Um, but, like, I'm really attracted to motivated people and, like, motivation. Um, so I think, like, in partners, that's what I look for now is just kind of, like, um, like somebody with that motivation, like, with a goal that, like, very hardworking, very clear-headed, level-minded, very strong-minded type of person. Um I, I just think that's, like, very attractive. Oh, on that note, um, what are, like, the top three things that you look for in a partner? For them to be driven. hmm For them to be understanding. And then for them to be, like, outgoing. Because it, it makes me want to be more outgoing than mm-hmm. what I am. Mm-hmm. And then when they're driven and they're, like, very hardworking, it makes me... I doubt myself a lot. So when, like, I have a partner that's like, oh, no, like, I'm going to do this. And they, like, they kind of, like, make me be like, oh, like, you know what? Like, we can't do this. Like, I can do this. And then understanding because mental health issues, queen. (laughs) We love it. Our anger issues. (laughs) Hell, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's like I said, like, somebody who's very driven, um, strong-minded, like, I really, I, I really like people, and, like, I'm looking for somebody who knows what they want. Does that make sense? Just because, like, I'm, based off of, like, my last couple relationships, I'm tired of hearing people say, I don't know. Like, I get it, like, I can say that too sometimes, but, like, if every fucking answer is I don't know, then, like, why am I here then? Because you, you don't know, Right? And then, like, they'll try to, like, play shit or whatever, just trying to get me to stay. And it's, like, it gets to that point where it's, like, if you don't know what you want, then, like, I'm obviously not what you want. 
because if you're like that's like the same thing with like being driven is like being sure of your decisions and like if somebody's sure of being in a relationship with me then like they're not going to say I don't know does that make sense yeah um um I like somebody who kind of I guess like it's not a requirement um but I just think it would be something really admirable yet scary but somebody who is family oriented um in the way where like they want to get to know my my family um which that's a very touchy subject for me just because I I don't really know if I want a partner to meet my family um but I think like the idea of it and how I over romanticize that situation in my brain like I think a partner being really involved and close-knit with like my mom and especially my brother like I think that would be really cute um but that's not it's not necessarily something I look for I look for dog people I like people with dogs <laughs> um and I think another thing is like same thing like outgoing like in everything like if you want to go on this crazy little adventure let's do that if you want to do a spontaneous road trip let's do that if like like you want to try a new food or if you want to try like doing something new for a date like things like that I guess um oh and like um like kind-hearted humble people like if you're humble and you're down to earth and you're not flashy or cocky or like not a dick then I just think that that's it's very attractive just because I feel like people like that nowadays are very hard to come by like people who aren't cocky and stuff um but yeah let's see um what is something a past partner has said to you that still sticks with you <laughs> okay let's start with the person who gave me an eating disorder <laughs> that I can't remember exactly oh okay they said my friends think you're too big that's fucked what the fuck what the fuck sorry i'm yelling oh my god no dude okay i can't fucking stand that shit so in high school um my best friend she had this ex and we hadn't seen him for months because he had gone to a new school right and then we had like a little christmas like kickback little hang out like hang out whatever um and he he pulls up right and he sees her keep in mind my best friend is like she's fit like she is slim okay like she's slim thick like she she you know she's got it right and he goes damn like you got a little chunky and when i tell you like she had to drag me to the bathroom like lock me in there try to calm me down because i was about to beat this kid's ass because there's no way that you should talk to anybody like that let alone my best friend Ain't no way. Like, I don't care if you've been gone for four months. I'll drop kick your ass right now. He was like a solid 90 pounds back then. Like, I will drop him. Because no, that's not okay. But continue. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. But yeah, that was like, that stuck with me for such a fucking long time. And it sucks because I was like at my skinniest. Like, actually, I, was, I wasn't at my skinniest, but I was pretty fucking skinny. Because this was before I was constantly playing soccer. But I was still pretty fucking skinny in middle school. But that's one. The second one was um, I had looked at his phone and I was trying to fix things. And there was a message from somebody. And it like had like a nickname. 
with like a kissy face or some shit. Yeah. And I looked at it and I was like, oh shit. And um, he was like, that's the only way I could get you to understand we're done or something like that. And I was like. And then another one was, I'm tired. I'm getting tired of you always being sad. That's so fucked yeah. up. Oh, what the fuck? That one, that one, like, broke the fuck out of me. Because I'm like, bro, like, I don't wake up in the morning and I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm going to be sad. I'm going like, to be sad for no reason. I'm going to, like, I'm, I want to die for no reason. Like, I don't wake up in the morning thinking that motherfucker. Yeah. If you, if you, aren't, like, honestly, if I could change the way my brain is wired, I'd do that shit in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Agreed. those, those are the three things that I still think about to this day. I think... The one, I, I, I think I have, like, two things um, that, like, stick with me really heavily. And one was, like, from my very first, like, gay relationship. Um, and she was, like, really, like, she was really bad. <laughs> um, and, like, we had, a, like, a really, like, that was very, it was very, like, abusive, very manipulative and wow i'm just getting real vocal on here huh um but she like it got to the point where i was about to break things off and she was just kind of like basically something along the lines of like oh like you're oh because she was talking to all these other girls basically right and she was like i was telling her why like why was she doing that because we've already talked about it and she was like well it really only feels like you're my girlfriend, like, at whatever convenience. And I was like, A, what the fuck does that mean? And B, like, if I'm your girlfriend at whenever your convenience is, I want to be your girlfriend, period. So, and then the second one was, um, you're, like, I, I don't want to hurt you because I feel like you're everybody's sunshine. But they ended up hurting me. And I was just like, hmm. Like, you... I, I don't know. Like, I've dated really shitty people, guys. But, like, I, I don't do the best at picking. I pick great mangoes. <laughs> but um, I don't pick the best partners. So, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to learn right now. Is just kind of learning who has good intentions. <coughs> learning... Who's a good person? Motherfucker, if you keep riding my ass, I'm gonna break check the fuck out you. Oh, but on the topic of I'm learning, going like fucking ninety. On the topic of learning, um, trusting a partner. I, I don't know what the depth in is that question, but it was on the list. Like, do you do you start off like trusting your partner, or do you like let your trust issues from other relationships like kind of like? Oh, because for me it's like yeah I got trauma, but like once we start dating, like you start off with all my trust, and then yeah yeah, yeah and then yeah, yeah. when you go fu- when you start fucking up, that's when you start losing my trust. Yeah, yes. So like I hate when people are like, oh I get it, like you have trust issues, I do too, and it's like no, like you don't get it, you you don't get it. I I go into a relationship and I go into something with somebody with all of my trust, every single bit of my trust, my heart, everything right and the second that you start doing things that like make that make you look kind of sus sorry it's loud guys um but the second that you start doing things that make things kind of sus 
that's when my chest starts to drop and that's where those inklings come from that's where like those gut feelings come from um it's because something doesn't feel right Ooh, sorry it's really loud we're in the shitty part of new Braunfels again um but oh okay okay on that topic like with chest do you believe in gut feelings when in a relationship yes and no because i overthink a lot yeah and um that kind of fucks with like my gut feeling too because i'll i'll confuse a gut feeling with my overthinking Mm. so i try not to like be like oh i have a gut feeling that this is happening even though i like fail badly at it but i i don't know i think as of recently with like the last couple relationships or like the last two that I've been in like I I think I can really definitely like differentiate between a gut feeling and and like my overthinking now um which like I'm very happy to say because I can see what you mean I used to be the same way when I was younger um but like I know like the overthinking is when I know enough about the situation that I read too much into it. And my gut feeling is when I know nothing of the situation. And the thing is like the reason why I believe in the gut feelings when it's in when regarding relationships is because like honestly, girls, if you're listening, girls and gays, girls and gays, if you're listening, listen to your fucking gut feelings because like your gut is never wrong. You're getting that inkling for a reason because the energy's off. Like you guys can be totally fine. Things can be 100% and then you get that single gut feeling and you're getting it for a reason. Like, you don't have to have that proof just yet, but you can have that inkling and be aware and then that shit's gonna like reveal itself because it always does, that's the thing. Um, like somebody can be as sneaky as they want, they can hide whatever they want, they can lie however much they want, but you're still gonna be able to find it. Like it might take time and that time does hurt, but you'll be able to find it. And like, once you do, then all that pain kind of makes it worth it. It'll hurt more after. That's the thing. Like, it sucks. Like, I saw um, a TikTok the other day about this guy, and he was, like, like he was asking questions, like, to strangers. And he was like, so who was your first love, and why'd you fall in love with them? And this guy said, well, I choose not to fall in love with people yeah. because it's a double, it's like a double-ended blade. Yeah. Like, double-edged blade or double-edged sword. And he was like, it's just as much pain as it is pleasure. And I agree. I feel like a lot of the times, like, because of the way that I love people, like, I love people so much, and, like, with every bit of me, that the second that something goes south is that it hurts so bad, like, physically, to the point where, like, it's nauseating, and, like, it's tiring and exhausting, because I put every single ounce of me into a person, and I feel like, I just feel like I've been drained, like, I feel like I've been used, and so, like, that's why I can't get into a relationship, is because I've been pouring... I've been pouring my cup into so many other people's cups that I'm just empty now because nobody's been pouring their cup into mine. Does that make sense? I feel that's that sad. Me. Fuck, I'm sad. <laughs> that's why I got that's why I got a sword tatted on my spine. Cuz they'll stab you in your back and swallow in your face. Period. Um, let's see, what's another one? What are your favorite oh well actually we answered that already. Um Okay, we'll lighten it up. Um, does his choice in vamps versus werewolves matter? 
Hell yeah, because if I ask you Team Edward or Team Jacob and you say Team Jacob, I'm going to think you're toxic as fuck. Aha! Uh -huh. But Edward's just as toxic. You need to mind your business. Like, I'm, I'm Team Charlie. <laughs> I'm Shut Team up. Charlie. Team Carlisle. Nah, fuck Carlisle. Sorry. No. Team Charlie. Stop. <laughs> I love Charlie. Um, uh, <coughs> I, I can't pick a side. That's I, I didn't chose. And I chose I, the whiteies. I prefer werewolves. Even though, like, I don't, I don't like Jacob. I love Seth. I do love Seth. You do love Seth. And I do love Leia. Leia's like, mm-hmm. Um, that's another one. Have you ever dated the ugly homie of his friend group? Um, I've never dated the ugly, ugly one, but I've dated the, like, the one who's not ugly, but isn't the best looking one. I... I don't know. I've never, like... I really never go for looks. Like, I don't either, people, but then, like, you meet really their friends. Ask, people, oh, <laughs> people really ask, and they're just kind of like... Like, nah, you gotta kind of go for looks. I'm just like, well, no. They gonna cheat anyway, so you might as well get the cute one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that shit's so sad. Oh, dude, like, I hate, like, just, like, cheaters in general. Like, even <laughs> if you're, like, okay, so, like, let me see here. Hold on. There is a question pertaining to this. You said that word and it reminded me of Kat when she's like, I digress. Oh. <laughs> she says, I digress. Okay, so Kat says, I digress, but doesn't know what the fuck it means. And she doesn't know how to spell it. Kat, this is not me outing you. But like it low-key is. Because what does that mean? Because I, like, I don't think she uses she, it right. She said it, and she said it in a span of five minutes, like ten times. She was like, anyways, I digress. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know if you're using that right. Because I, like, I've, I've helped Kat write an essay before, and not once have I ever seen her use that word, like, anyway. <laughs> what, what is one word that you think you say that other people don't say? You say Rooney Dooney after everything. Shut up. Why she you gotta out me like that, first of all? <laughs> okay, but it's something that's particularly you. <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. not. I don't know. She's but like, like Rooney Dooney or like... Motherfucker. Like, ride my ass. Okay. We can go fucking um, 20 miles per hour. Ride my ass. Tell me how it tastes. Uh. <laughs> um... Trying me today. What do I say? Right now, a word that I say often um, that I feel like nobody else says is squash. Like, if I'm like, oh, if we have a problem, we're gonna squash that. Like, we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna talk it out, whatever. Or, like, oh, if I have homework, like, I got a shit ton of homework, like, I gotta squash it. Like, get it done, basically. I've, I've really been liking saying that. So, yeah. I don't know. What's another question? Let me look at my list, guys. Favorite sex position? I think I have family that listens to this. Um, Mama Honey, Grandma. Okay, wait, maybe we won't answer this question. <laughs> um, I don't know. What's another? What's your favorite drink? Alcoholic drink or what? Both alcoholic and non-alcoholic. I love me a peach bellini. Mm -hmm. I love me. I love me some Smirnoffs. 
some Coronas, some Patron. really good oh hey wait 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 what about non-alcoholic non-alcoholic like a drink yeah Shit. probably dr pepper really yeah i did not think you were gonna say that what did you think i was gonna say i thought you were gonna say like coconut water or like lemonade or something i do love coconut water you do love coconut I do. water i do love coconut water i think for me my favorite alcoholic drink i really like a sweet glass of red wine or strawberry wine I, I really do like wines. It's the fact that people, like, other college students would be like, okay, are you really drinking wine to, like, drink wine or drinking wine because it's alcohol? I'm like, I'm drinking wine to drink wine. I like it. That's me, though. I'm not really too big of a fan of hard liquor. Okay, but wine drunk is it superior. Wine drunk. Wine drunk got me feeling fruity. Like, y'all telling me you don't want to get wine drunk? That shit makes me feel sexy. Straight up. And I don't even like that word. But that shit, like, wine drunk has, like, this kind of sex appeal to it that liquor drunk doesn't have. Like, liquor's drunk is, like, I want to get drunk and nasty. But, like, wine drunk's, like, I want to get drunk and nasty. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's the fact that you, it's the fact that I know exactly what you mean, but I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> okay, but you guys are getting what I mean. I feel like there's girls behind the phone, like, bro, yes, I, dude, I know what you mean. Um, but my favorite non-alcoholic drink, um, I really like, imagine if I said McDonald's Sprite. <laughs> um, she likes acid. <laughs> battery, that should taste like electricity. <laughs> um, fucking charging up my batteries. Oh my um, what do I really like? I, I think like, Mango Dumex. Ooh. Like that sounds really good. But them hoes never get cold. I swear to God. Oh yeah, because they're in the boxes. <laughs> they never get cold. Boxes, you got to put that shit in the freezer. But they sell them in the cans. Um. Or. Okay, so it's like this orange drink. It's called Tang. Do I think I know what, I mean? what you're talking about. Like they sell it like the powder, and it's because my uncle used to make it all the time, and he would put slices of mango in the Ooh. drink, and so it was like a dessert. But that's my. I think that's my favorite favorite drink. But yeah, tang and wine. Those are my favorites. I don't like champagne. What's an alcohol that you don't like? Like name like two two alcohols that you like really refuse to drink. Svedka <laughs> and fucking whiskey. Well, not not all whiskey, just fucking Jameson. Cause cat traumatized me with that <laughs> shit. Or gin. Really? Actually, you know what I refuse to drink? That 911 shot from fucking nephews. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. That, that shit had me blacked out sending fucking Snapchats to fucking Bubble Believer. <laughs> Shout out to you, dog, for not judging me. This man replied and was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, looks like I had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, Bubble Believer, if you're listening to this, man, we love you. We should have you on the podcast. He he was he be hyping so me up. Fun. Love I that dude. love Bubble Believer. He literally makes my days on campus. Um, two alcohols that I really refuse to drink. I uh, <laughs> okay. I refuse to drink Jose Cuervo tequila. Uh, like because I no. no <laughs> I, I pictured the bottle and I can't. I can't. The brown one. <laughs> 
You know what else I can't stand right now? Malibu. That, uh, <laughs> bro. Uh, oh my god. I hate that after you get fucked up on an alcohol, you can't even picture that shit. Yeah. There, it, there it goes. Like you feel the bitterness yeah. in your throat. Uh, no, ma'am. Um, I think. Uh, Okay, I won't refuse to drink it, but it, it's I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy champagne. I love champagne. No, oh, I feel I like love me some champagne. it just okay because I don't like beer, guys. Um, and because beer to me it has always smelled like like bread because it's made from yeast, and so like beer is just yeast water, and so champagne <laughs> is just bubbly yeast water to me, and so that's why I don't like it. But yeah. I'll fuck up some bottle of champagne with a dab of orange juice. A <laughs> <laughs> little no. drop. I, I like mimosas, but I like them when I can't taste the, the champagne. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm not too big of a fan of that flavor. But I will fuck up some Moscato. I will, I can get Lobster down with a Moscato. Glass of Moscato. <laughs> um, what's another one? What's another question? I know, I can't think of any questions. I know. We went through those pretty quick. We did. But I think it's because, like, slowly over time, we've become, like, more assertive in our answers. Yeah. Yeah. What, okay, so what do you think are, what are three things that you think really help you with, with, like, growth and healing and, like, self-love type of thing? Oh, fuck. (laughs) That's, I know, that's a really loaded question. I, okay. I'm coming up with these on the fly, I struggle a lot when it comes to that, because... Like, what makes you feel appreciated by yourself? I can't. I, I'm, i like, the worst person to ask because I, I can be by myself if I've been by myself after a while. Like, mm-hmm. I just kind of start to forget type of thing. Mm-hmm. But if I'm, like, fresh out into a healing... Damn, my fuckers, y'all can't park for shit. Um, if I'm fresh out into a new healing era in my life... I, I get really lost. Like, if I didn't have friends that uh, would come see me or that would invite me places, like, I literally would not, like, leave my room. I'm very much, like, on the floor, like, crying, like, screaming. Like, I my thing is my anger gets the best of me. So for me to heal, it's, like, I need a long, 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 long long fucking time Mm. and just literally to stay distracted Mm -hmm. because I don't ever really like I'm not I don't think I'm broke I'm broken but I don't think I'm broken to the point where working on myself to me is like actually like working on myself Mm. I think working on myself for me during a healing phase is just doing things I enjoy to stay distracted Mm -hmm and so yeah I agree with that I think okay so I guess like healing from a breakup type of thing like that's that's what I'm focusing on um but I think the things for me I agree like staying distracted by like doing things that you like not like doing things kind of like on not just like doing things just to do them like say you know how people drown themselves in work or in school to like keep themselves distracted but it's 
it's distracting yourself with things that you like to do like um or things that you didn't get to do before like how we went kayaking and stuff like that just like being able to do like new things i guess like making new memories to like fill those voids in your head um it's very cliche but i really do believe in like self-care nights like put on a movie make some popcorn like wear those nice pajamas or like the matching underwear set or whatever and like do a face mask do a hair mask like deep condition paint your nails like do things that make you feel pretty and make you feel like comfortable and things like that um i think that's very important because i feel like for me after a breakup is that i get really uncomfortable by myself again because like and it's like the same thing like you have to be comfortable being alone again but being alone in a satisfied happy kind of sense rather than like a lonely type of sense um and then it's just like being kind to yourself because like i know for me if i cry over somebody i get very frustrated because in my head i'm like nah fuck a scrub like fuck that like why am i angry like why am i sad because like i don't need them but like we're human your emotions are always valid you feel everything for a reason so don't invalidate that like just be kind to yourself which it's something that i i'm i had to learn and something that i'm still learning um is that you have to be as kind as you are to others to yourself as well does that make sense yeah and then if we're talking about healing like after you lose like somebody like in your life like um passing away when i like it's like so sad but like whenever um my grandpa passed away i found out at work and i literally like dropped to the floor and me too so like when it's healing from losing somebody for me what it was like is you don't believe it at first and then you see everybody crying and it hits you and then for me i couldn't get over it until i was mad and i was like mad at God because I didn't get to talk to him before he passed away mm-hmm. and I didn't get to see him one last time before he passed away and I was like you know like we my parents and my uncles and my aunt spend a lot of money here in the states trying to like get him good medical help and everything so it just like it made me angry that like all these things happened and it wasn't until I was angry and then stopped being angry that I like actually began to like heal and like it just also like I don't know like you I feel like you have to go through like your denial you're angry at the world angry at God angry at like everybody and then finally like your acceptance and then you start to like heal and I don't want to say that like it gets better over time or that like you forget because it doesn't like at all like there's still Mm -hmm. times where uh, his song will play and I'll like start bawling or like I like literally randomly think of him or like a butterfly will pass mm-hmm. by and I'm like you know but like you start like you get used to the feeling and it's like it sucks so that's how that's how the healing started for me but now I just wish that I would have like taken more pictures and more videos yeah because once you start to forget the voice like that's when like you you're broken again and then you have yeah. to start healing again because I can't remember what his voice sounds like. And it, like, breaks my heart. But, I mean. 
the good ones always go first and you just have to like live life and learn to live life without like them being there ever again no I get what you mean like I'm I'm the same way um like when my Lola had passed um I hadn't seen her for a good like six years before then and so it's just kind of like like I remember her voice but it's it's fleeting like quick but I, I guess I'm just very lucky that my my ate like my older cousin um she lived with my Lola so she has like a whole bunch of videos and pictures of her so I'm glad that I get to like get those videos but I and I choose not to ask her for them until I need them because I don't ever want to run out of photos um of like new photos that I get to look at does that make sense like which at the end like it like it yes it does hurt to see them because I wish I could see her in person again um but it's it's nice getting to see something new of her again like I guess when I saw her old pictures from from when my Lola was young um after her funeral like it was it was like getting to know a part of her life that I didn't know because I grew up without her like I, I grew up with her and then all of a sudden the next day like I was in Texas and I like didn't have her around um and so in a way like during the really big parts of like middle school and high school I grew up without her and so I don't really remember what that like what she would have been like and so I guess like getting to see her through pictures it it's like getting to know different parts of her life that I didn't know of before um so that's why I choose not to look at pictures until um, until I really like want to see them, until I really need to see them. Not saying that I don't want to see them, but like until I really feel like this is the right time type of thing. Because um, I feel like it would hurt a lot for me to like see them all at once. So it's just me being patient with myself. and um, It's never going to be something that I'm going to properly get over. Because there are a lot of things that I wish I got to say or a lot of things that I really um, wish I got to do with her. But um, it's, it's something, like Maria said, it's something that you get used to. Um, like it's, it's a pain that's always there, but it's, it's a pain that I kind of like having there. Because at least I don't, I, I, at least I still remember them. Does that make sense? Like, I, I hate to have any pain at all, but I'd rather have the pain of like m wishing I had more time than like the no pain because I didn't know them like I'm very thankful that I got to know her and like I got to have at least some time with her because I know that there are some people out there who like haven't met their grandparents or things like that and so I, I know that I am blessed and I am very lucky to have had at least some part of some part of my life with her yeah but yeah I think that's all we have for today to end it on a, on a sad note on a somber note um, I don't know if I'm using that word right, I don't but I digress. Cat, <laughs> <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I oh, but thank you guys so much for listening. We just got home, um, so yeah, tune in for the next episode. Once again, thanks for listening. I hope you guys have a great night, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.